Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Friday, April 28th, and this is The Gateway. I'm Sarah Fenton. Ahead, transgender educators in Kirkwood say they were pushed out of the school district because of their identities. My fire for education, that love for education, could not overcome that constant quenching that came from the fear of just all of it. That story from St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke is coming up, but first, this news. A St. Louis judge has found circuit attorney Kim Gardner and one of her assistants in indirect criminal contempt for her office's failure to show up at two hearings in a shooting case. Gardner was not in the courtroom on Thursday for the proceedings in front of Judge Michael Noble. The prosecutor assigned to the shooting, Christopher Desolitz, admitted he did not attend the first meeting because he was addressing a medical issue. Desolitz says he was double booked for the second hearing and made the decision to be in a different courtroom. My foul here, I beg the court's pardon, is not that I was late, but that I failed to let you know ahead of time. Desolitz is handling more than 100 felony cases. The judge says that represents a failure of Gardner to manage the workload of her attorneys. The next hearing in the case is May 30th. Missouri Governor Mike Parson says he's prepared to call for a special legislative session to pass restrictions on transgender minors in the state. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the governor's comments come as the Missouri Senate and House each continue to push their bills. Lawmakers have two weeks left before the end of the 2023 legislative session, but they could be forced to return for a special session if they do not pass legislation restricting transgender minors' access to gender-affirming health care, as well as stopping trans athletes from participating on sports teams that align with their gender identity. Both the House and Senate have passed their own versions of the bills, but none of the bills have passed both chambers. Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Brown says they will not be taking up the House bills. The House is going to pass our bill. We've done our work, and... Uh... Everything else is hypothetical. Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker, said the House versions are more conservative, but that everything is on the table regarding the passage of the Senate bills. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Prehistoric fish that nearly went extinct more than 100 years ago are spawning at Audubon Center at Riverlands for a second year in a row. Sarah Peeper is a fish biologist for the Missouri Department of Conservation. She says lake sturgeon have only been spotted spawning at the confluence near the Melvin Price Dam in West Alton. The conditions are right for spawning. They like rocky, cobbly shorelines. They like to have a certain amount of flow coming over those rocks, and this area provides that. The fish are native to the region, and their comeback is an indication of a healthier river ecosystem. The cities of Cahokia Heights and East St. Louis are asking for help from the Army Corps of Engineers and other Metro East towns to reduce flooding. The mayors made the request on Thursday. Cahokia Heights Mayor Curtis McCall Sr. and others say they want neighboring communities to pay into the Metro East Sanitary District, the agency that manages a ditch critical to the area's longstanding flooding. And that if we were a white community in St. Clair County, this problem would have been taken care of that there is no way without calling it what it is, environmental racism. McCall and others want the Army Corps to help fund the repairs to the ditch. 
Engineers estimate the project could cost more than $100 million and take more than a decade to complete. As Missouri Republicans continue to push for policies severely limiting how transgender people can exist in the state, some trans teachers say they've faced discrimination in a St. Louis area school district. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports on why transgender educators in Kirkwood say they were treated differently than their cisgender colleagues. When Hollis Moore was looking for their next teaching job, they wanted to work for a school district that would be affirming of their identity. Moore is a gifted education teacher who uses they-them pronouns and the gender-neutral title mix. I really did think that there were a lot of good signs for Kirkwood being a good fit. But after four years with the district, Moore is leaving at the end of this school year. They say the district forced them to resign after years of changing expectations in how they were allowed to discuss their identity. My fire for education, that love for education, could not overcome that constant quenching that came from the fear of just all of it. All of the concern of, am I hiding it enough? Is something going to be a problem tomorrow? Is someone going to misinterpret what I've said? Moore isn't the only openly transgender educator who says the Kirkwood School District discriminated against its employees. Two others say they've also been forced out. In response to questions from St. Louis Public Radio, a spokesperson for the Kirkwood School District said they would not comment on specific personnel issues. They also said they acknowledge and respect that a person's sexual orientation and gender identity are part of who they are. But the spokesperson went on to say, quote, At the same time, gender diversity is an aspect of human sexuality. Discussion of and providing information regarding diverse gender identities is sexual education. End quote. That point, that talking about gender identities is sex education, is one the educators say is extremely inappropriate. Delilah Wilde recently left her position in the Kirkwood School District. Wilde is a transgender woman and says she was told about the sex education policy two days into her new job as a guidance counseling substitute. They read some, like, very offensive policy on how um, they considered my gender identity to be sexual education, which I obviously was not happy about because they've essentially sexualized my identity And that's a very dangerous place to be in as an educator here as well, because like you're working with kids. I was like kind of crying throughout this process because I'm just like, I thought I I felt really safe. And then all of a sudden I realized it was very unsafe. Wilde resigned soon after. Advocates say sharing information about gender identity is not sex education. Lindley Edges is the legal director at the Transgender Law Center, a national organization that advocates for trans and gender nonconforming people's rights. No one should be denied the opportunity to be themselves at home or at work. When we restrict someone's ability to show up authentically and fully, we create the harmful conditions that allow for trans people to experience both discrimination and lack of autonomy. A U.S. Supreme Court decision in 2020 found trans people cannot be discriminated against because of their identity. But Edges says just because it's illegal doesn't mean that's fully enforced across the country. And Missouri's statewide anti-discrimination policy doesn't include LGBTQ people. The educators are alleging discrimination as Missouri Republicans are working to pass some of the most anti-trans policies in the country. A new rule from Attorney General Andrew Bailey that seeks to limit gender-affirming care for minors and adults has many trans Missourians saying they're considering moving to another state. 
That includes both Moore and Wild. Back in Kirkwood at April's Board of Education meeting, more than 100 people wore matching shirts to show their support for trans rights. Maggie, you are here! Moore ran into Maggie McCoy, one of their students. I asked why Maggie came out that night. To support Mixmore, because I love Mixmore, and Mixmore is my favorite teacher. Moore asked supporters to do more than just put a sign in their yard or pronouns in their email signatures. It's just not enough anymore, not in a state like Missouri. You're, we're in Missouri, and in a place like this, what we need is loud and consistent activism from our supporters. Inside the meeting, every in-person speaker asked the district to support openly transgender educators in Kirkwood. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Brian Moline edited that report. Ashley Lisenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Firm. I'm Sarah Fenton. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.